Jeremy Reisman, uh, Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions blogger, insider. Uh, what's your uh, Twitter handle again, Jeremy? Uh, Detroit on Lion, all one word. Yeah, Detroit on Lion. I like that. That's yes, pretty good. You're creative. That's why we bring you on. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting to hear Campbell talk about uh, having a discussion with his team and how quiet it was when they were discussing Demar Hamlin. Yeah, it's a it's a, a stunning development. Um, you know, you, you think of all the injuries that you go through, and and there's this culture in the NFL of just kind of like, you know, rub some dirt on it, go back out there and play. Um, we see injuries all the time happen at like practice and the cruel reality of it is that sometimes you just move down a field and continue to play. And so, um, you know, this, this is something entirely different from that though. And it's something that we don't see that often. It, it does happen. You know, we, there was a Lions game earlier this year in which an ambulance had to come back on the field to, um, to help out Savion Smith who, who had spinal surgery. Um, but again, like this feels, like a different category from that. And that's what Dan Campbell was saying today as well, where um, you don't, you don't think about having to save someone's life on the field. You don't think about CPR. You don't think about those sort of things. And remember, these are young players too. I'm sure they kind of have a little bit of that feeling that, that nothing can happen to them like that. They're, they're, and, and so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a wake up call for a lot of these guys, which is, Kind of almost hard to believe considering the, the the line of business they're in, but like I said, like this is this is it's not uncharted territory, but it's something that we really only get reminded of every fifteen twenty years. The, the best thing that's happening right now is that you know when you're hearing from you know the bills or the family uh, signs of improvement from yesterday and overnight, uh, you know still in critical condition, but you know hearing the improvement uh, is so big. Uh, in terms of moving forward for the Bills, for the Bengals, for uh, everybody connected away from playing the games. And yet, like I said, coming into you, Jeremy, they will play the games uh, this weekend, and the Lions will be the last regular season game, at least depending on uh, if that Cincinnati-Buffalo game is restarted or uh, they pick it up where they left off. I don't know how they're going to navigate that, but the Lions will play Sunday night in Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you know, it, it, it feels weird to, to transition, uh, out of that, but, but yeah, like, like I said, there's kind of that culture of, of move on and, and I don't know if the NFL really has a choice, but, um, yeah, here in Detroit, um, once you kind of move past all that, it is, it is an exciting time to be a Lions fan and it is a, a huge game. One of the biggest games, certainly one of the biggest season finales in, in quite some time and to do it against a Packers team that's also, you know, has really more at stake. Maybe, um, maybe the same stakes. We'll see what happens in that earlier Rams-Seahawks game. But um, in terms of both teams having so much on the line, I can't remember the last time the Lions were involved so in such a an exciting, um, you know, big stakes season finale. Yeah, regular season might be the biggest regular season game. Even nothing against Stafford when he had to beat. I think it was the Packers at home and the Lions to make the playoffs. But the buildup. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember where something in the regular season felt this big, and it might have been when the Lions, was it the 4-0 start that they had? They had a Monday night football game against the Giants, right? right? It was the Bears, yeah, the, it, the, the Javid Best game, yeah. Yeah, the Javid Best, it was the Bears, it was Javid Best, yep. yeah. Oh, yep. when, 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 you know, God, that guy, if he would have stayed healthy, you talk about him, Calvin Johnson, Sue, Stafford, all young, wow, that was a team, that was Lions' window that, they never could maximize, and that's part of why Stafford uh, wouldn't want a Super Bowl ring 
with the Rams. Uh, as we move forward uh, to the reality of playing the game on Sunday, uh, the Packers are just playing out of their minds right now defensively. Rodgers is Rodgers, but that Packers defense has been nuts uh, the last four weeks. Yeah, um, and it's really centered around stopping the pass, which should make for an interesting matchup because the Lions passing attack has been one of the best, if not the best, over the past couple months. Um, you know, Jair Alexander is an extremely talented cornerback. They, they've got a really good defensive line. I still think they're they're vulnerable on the ground, and, and we know the Lions are going to want to run the ball too. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of the reason for their turnaround, it, and it's almost kind of the same as, as the Lions, right? The Lions have this explosive offense just like the Packers do, but the reason they went from losing to winning was the defense went from being really, really bad to starting to really start to play, you know, at, a, at an average or above average level. And so, again, I think that's what makes this matchup so exciting is that both these teams are hitting their strides right now. The Packers won four in a row. The Lions won seven out of nine. Um, both these teams probably belong in the playoffs compared to some of the other teams that might get in. And so um, I think it, it's kind of, I think the best way to look at it is almost like a play-in game. And again, the Lions might not have a playoff spot on the line when when the kick when the ball's kicked off, but um, you have to imagine they're still going to be just as intense in this game, just because it's the first time they've been on a national stage outside of Thanksgiving this year. So um, it's a big opportunity for them to to really make a statement. Yeah, especially if uh, Baker Mayfield and the Rams can beat Seattle, then the Lions it's sky high. It's, it has a playoff feel, and I think it still will have a playoff feel, even if. Uh, Seattle wins that game. The Lions can uh, knock out Green Bay, so it it will kind of be like a quasi uh, playoff game. And golf, though, on the road compared to indoors at Ford Field, a completely different quarterback offense. Uh, golf at home in the Lions with their thirty point games, and oh my lord, they're right there with the Chiefs and the Bills. Just uh, they look on they they've looked unstoppable. At home on offense. Now, can they take that outdoors? I know the weather forecast says somewhere in the 30s, so you're not going to have two feet of snow and a blizzard. But can the Lions offense be productive against the red hot Green Bay defense and in Lambeau? Yeah, it's it's a good question. It's probably the biggest question going into this game. And yeah, the the, the splits are kind of ridiculous right between home, home and away. And um, some of that I think definitely has to do with weather and, and not being comfortable in your home um, stadium, but some of it also has to do with just kind of the, the way the opponents worked out. Um, you, you face the Patriots, one of the best pass defenses in the league on the road. Same with the Jets. Even the Panthers are, are, are pretty good on the road or uh, pretty good on defense, I should say. So um, some of it is matchup based. Uh, some of it is definitely weather related. And listen, the, the, like I just got done saying the Packers are, are starting to defend the pass really well. So um you know, it should be a, a pretty big challenge for this team. And I, I I don't like to necessarily generalize that, you know, Goff is a good outside quarterback or a bad outside quarterback. I think I think there's a lot of times there's more nuance to it. Um, but the, the one thing I will say is, you know, this is a Lions team that only scored 15 against the Packers last time they played, but they also didn't have DJ Chark. They also didn't have Jamison Williams. They didn't have Josh Reynolds. They basically didn't have their entire receiving core. So I'm really eager to see how these two teams are going to match up, specifically there with with the Lions' pass offense versus the uh, the Packers' pass defense, because I think it's a it's an elite group versus an elite group. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, uh, Lions NFL insider, joining us uh, here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I did see the CBS Sports tweet on Monday: most thirty plus point games this season in the NFL. Lions eight. Chiefs and Bills seven. That's amazing, yeah. isn't it? 
wild. Um, and, and credit to Jared Goff, credit to, I mean, you have to get a ton of credit to Ben Johnson. And yeah, I, I just remember in, in the preseason and, in, in, you know, the off season thinking that, you know, this offense had a lot of potential. They've, they've got a, a good set of offensive linemen and, and that'll get you far anyways. Um, they, they invested in the wide receiver position and, and they've got two backs that, that are, you know, above average, maybe I would say. And so if everything went right, I think some people were saying like, yeah, this could be a top 10 defense. I don't know if anyone really expected them to be top five in scoring. And so that's, that's a remarkable uh, achievement. I think of, of everyone on that staff of, of the players in the room and um, you know, both well, it, we went into the season thinking um, quarterback was going to be a huge question. We went into the season thinking, um, you know, th- there was still a lot of room to improve on that side of the ball, even though most of the improvement ha- needed to happen on defense. And now the, the future looks pretty, I mean, th- that's the thing. Like, it's not just this year that they're playing really well. A lot of these guys aren't going on anywhere anytime soon. And so Amon Ra, Jameson Williams, all these guys are, are going to be around long term. And so you have to imagine, like, Maybe they're here to stay at, at the top of the, the offensive rankings. Speaking of the Lions team on the defensive side, is Aiden Hutchinson going to get NFL Rookie of the Year? Or does he need a big game on Sunday night on national TV? Oh, man. I, I'd love for him to get a shot, but I, I, I think Sauce probably has this right. wrapped up pretty pretty strongly. I mean, because I mean, Sauce Gardner is not just playing like a really good rookie. He's quite literally one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. And while Aiden, I think, is starting to play like that as one of the best edge guys, he's not there. He's, he's definitely, I would say, the best edge defender in, in, uh, amongst the rookie class. Um, but in terms of, you know, he's not up there with the likes of, of Nick Bosa and, and, and all that sort of stuff. So there's still plenty of room for Aiden Hudson to prove himself amongst the rest of the league, whereas Sauce, I, I don't know if I've ever seen the kind of season he's having, especially out of a cornerback where – you know, just a few years ago, it felt like we were all saying, oh, you know, cornerbacks, they, they take two or three years before they're, they're really ready in, in the NFL. And this guy is playing at a top-tier level, Pro Bowl, all-pro level as a, as a rookie. And it's, it's really outstanding to, to, to watch and see him shut down the entire side of the field. None of that takes away from the season Aiden Hutchinson's having. He's, he's having a really good year. He's probably going to come second in, in voting, I would imagine, because he's making plays at every level. And, and he's also being a really good teammate in terms of, um, not being selfish the way he plays. I, I think you look at the way he played in that Bears game, he probably could have had more sacks. He could, probably could have played a little bit more aggressively, but he stayed true to his assignment, and that sometimes meant freeing up room for his, his teammates to make a play. And so a lot of that stuff doesn't show up on the stat, the stat sheet, but um, I, I don't think Lions fans should, should feel it at all um, slighted if he doesn't win, and I don't think they should feel upset uh, about the, the kind of player that they have in Aiden. It's almost been a perfect season outside of the one and six start because when you look at the storylines at the end here, you talked about uh, the offense. You look at Aiden Hutchinson living up to uh, the hype as the overall number two pick, the emergence of a guy like Houston, uh, Rodrigo, mm-hmm. lower draft round picks, which again, homes in the front office. Yeah, you just take away one and six, and you, you weren't going to be six and one. This wasn't going to be like a you know 13 win team, so we can shut that down. But man, if you just have that Minnesota game, and that Seattle game back, you're already wrapped up in the playoffs. You're talking about positioning. Who knows? Maybe if you beat Minnesota, you're the Minnesota team uh, winning the NFC North instead of the Vikings. So, But they have a shot. And if Baker Mayfield, Seattle doesn't have a pass rush, if they can take care of business, man, Sunday night will be incredible against the Packers in Green Bay, Wisconsin. 
Uh, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Uh, look for him and Pride of Detroit on Twitter and online. Appreciate the conversation, my man. No problem. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, Thanks good time. stuff. Yeah, good stuff there with Jeremy Reisman.